The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Hailing from the Pro Wrestling Tees headquarters in Chicago, Illinois, he is your host of the PWT cast, Bang Bang, what is up, you guys? Welcome to episode 146 of the PWT Cast. My name is Scrump. This is the official podcast of Pro Wrestling Tees. We bring you this podcast right here on this very feed every Monday for free. Uh, if you already aren't, make sure you're following us. Head over to social media. Um, if you already aren't following us on social media, head over to social media. I sound like a fucking old man. Uh, head over to Instagram and Twitter. We're at PWT Cast on both Instagram and Twitter. As well as if you want some additional content, head over to patreon.com forward slash PWT Cast. Um, by now it should have dropped i don't know what the issue was uh with patreon it happened to me last time when i was trying to upload the dr strange episode uh it's just been acting it might be my shitty internet i might just go head over to the shop and and try to upload it there but i've been trying to upload this episode of jersey girl that myself and juan did so it will either be up uh tonight sunday or it'll be up monday morning again i i gotta try to figure that out um, but yeah, you can head over there and as well as this week, um, much like last week, you'll be getting if for the $10 and up members will be getting an episode of go, go scrump and stank this week. Myself and Mark are talking about, uh, power Rangers turbo, as well as the power Rangers or turbo, a power Rangers movie. It's just sort of hard to talk about one without the other, but yeah, we, we talk about that. And then, uh, this Friday in honor of the Obi-Wan Kenobi show dropping myself and Juan, Juan Ramirez, former guest of the show, uh, we will be talking about Star Wars A New Hope, um, which was a lot of fun recording that. Uh, we started to go a little bit all over the place with, with Star Wars, um, but of course, patreon.com forward slash PWTCast for that, and of course, joining me this week, uh, my lovely girlfriend, my, my wonderful podcast partner, as well as life partner, Veronica. Veronica, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, I'm good as well. Oh, but before I forget, before I forget, uh, I wanted to give a, a huge birthday shout out to a friend of the show, little buddy of the show, my little brother, Mark Villanueva. Uh, of course, I just mentioned him now. Uh, it is his, It was his birthday Sunday. So hopefully all you guys wish them happy birthday. If not, uh, head over right now to, uh, you know, social media, Facebook, Instagram, all that good stuff and let them know. Happy birthday. The boys, uh, you know, he, he's one year older. Um, but he will always be my little buddy in my heart. He's old man Mark now. He's old man Mark now. Yeah, you know, he's, uh, I believe he's turning, I believe he just turned 26. Wow. Uh, yeah, I could be mistaken. I don't know. To me, everyone is just young. I just, I feel old. You well, know? happy birthday, Mark. Yeah, happy birthday to Mark. Um, yeah, no, I'm good. I'm getting, uh, I just I just came back from, from Target and stuff like that. I've been getting ready for, uh, Vegas bound this week, uh, myself and uh, a bunch of the other crew from Pro Wrestling Tees will be heading down to, to Las Vegas for, for Double or Nothing Week. Um, there's, there's talks of a haunted museum. We're going to a haunted museum. Zach Bagans, do you know who that is? He's one of those ghost hunter people. Yeah, we talked about ghost adventures on here before. Awesome. I love Zach. Yeah. Well, I told you I was bamboozled by him for April Fool's this year, and I was really pissed <laughs> off about it. Well, uh, Frank, Frank Spahig, former guest of the show, uh, he is a huge Ghost Hunters fan. Like, loves Ghost go Adventures. Ghost Adventures. Anything Ghost, he, he is a huge fan of. Uh, and, Same. Yeah, and, and in our group chat for Vegas um he like him and stank are we've been talking about wanting to go uh cousin jeremy i think said he can't go because of religious reasons um or he might just be what? scared <laughs> no i, I think he's just scared 
Um, but that is a thing uh, that, you know, planning, along with food, like everyone keeps talking, like everyone at the shop is like, oh, you guys don't have like the, the show. And listen, the wrestling shows are going to be stacked. Uh, we're going to a few comedy shows. Uh, we have like a private, uh, like a cabana rented. What I am looking forward to the most is the food. Like, especially too, because Vegas is open, like fucking 24 seven, like almost everything is open late. Like, um, again, one of the minor quibbles, but one of the things that COVID sort of, uh, took away was the accessibility of things open 24 seven. And I know I'm a broken record and I've talked about this ad nauseum. Um, but the fact that it's like, Hey, you're going somewhere and guess what? You don't have to settle for McDonald's because it's two in the morning and nothing else is open. Like, no, you can go get like real food. Um, it's just exciting me, you know, not that I should, not that I should like, I should go get some Korean barbecue at two in the morning, but I probably will, you know? Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just the fact of having the right taken away, you know, or the privilege, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. Very much just one of those annoying things. Um, but yeah, again, it's just, uh, so, so actually I, another thing I did want to address next week episode, uh, normally I do drop Mondays. We will be flying in on Monday. Like w- there's going to be a ton of stuff that um, we'll be recording. Uh, obviously the, the the week that I'm there, I'm bringing my recorder and all that stuff. Um, but I won't have access to my computer. So the episode will drop either later Monday or Tuesday. But um, I might break it up into two like half episodes the way I, I've done before with like the um, – uh, Jericho Cruise episodes. I don't know. It just depends how much I get recorded. Yeah, you know, I, I I do plan on you know there will be some friends of the show in town and stuff like that. Um, I might might try to see if I could get some some wrestlers on. No, no, no. Maybe that'd be cool. Yeah, it's uh, it's sort of I'm bringing my stuff and you know if I I, I know for sure I'll be recording you know certain things. You know, myself and Rachel will be sitting down to record an episode of Scrum's Family Video. Uh, probably Joe and Taffy, too. Listen, I might get stink to come out of retirement. I don't know, you guys. You know, it's, uh, it's a whole new world of possibilities. But, uh, yeah, so next Monday's episode will either be a little bit late or um, Tuesday. But, again, that's just uh, I will be coming back from Vegas um, that Monday, and I just won't have access to uh, to that. Um one of the things just sort of like off the bat that I did want to talk about though, because it's like it's become a big thing in wrestling. And so last week you and I talked about um, Kota Ibushi, uh, you know, New Japan wrestler Kota Ibushi, and how unhappy he was with his job. How this guy just wanted to fucking leave and was just going and talking all this shit, you know, like um, bringing up the yakuza and like uh, you know people doing shady business. Well, and it was sort of just like one of those things too, where also uh, I mjf last week was like talking all this shit about how like ah like i want to you know basically i guess he's also been unhappy with his current situation like uh i don't know how much of that you saw like online where he's been talking about i mean openly on tv too where he's just like my contract is up in 2024 and i'm probably gonna go join cody like did did you see any of that stuff no i haven't yeah well again it was a thing like uh, cody's been talking about it just or cody mjf has been talking about it like in promos and stuff and i guess they're like yeah it's a it's a real life thing that is also veronica's dog in the background if you guys didn't i'm sorry he just really wants to be on here it's not (laughs) yeah um but yeah like mjf's been talking shit like i'm not happy with my my standing in the company 
Um, and everyone essentially forgot because uh, Monday <clears throat> night um, you had the the WWE Women's Tag Team Champions in Sasha Banks and Naomi uh, walk out. You know, like that. It, that's one of those things where, um, like I I'm always talking about like especially specifically with WWE wrestlers. Um, it's one of those things where you often hear like, oh, so-and-so, like everyone's unhappy, everyone's so angry. And it's like, well, then leave. Like wrestlers have done right. it before in the past, you know, like uh, and from all different companies, like Stone Cold walked out, Brock Lesnar walked out, CM Punk walked out, Eddie Guerrero walked out. They made a whole storyline. He walked out of, you know, uh, WCW and into WWE. Like it's a thing, but um for for some reason i and i don't know if you can uh um you can help me with it for some reason there's been a lot of people on the internet upset uh that two black women walked out i don't know if that has to do anything with the fact that they're black or that they're women um, but a lot of a lot of a lot of angry dudes on the internet talk about how like you're so ungrateful for your job and a lot mind my sort of stance on this is like, listen, one, it's a lot of fucking kids who have never had jobs. A lot of nameless, faceless people behind accounts. Like, uh, I've been a big proponent of like, no, if you're going to be on social media, it should be you. Like, it should be you with your face and name, you know? Like, because that's one of those things where it's like, the, the anonymity of the internet is, is a plus yes, but like, there's a lot of people just like you should go kill yourself because you love my chemical romance or something like that you know and it's just like what like all i said is i'm excited to see them at riot fest or something and it's always like some you know like it's it's always some money yeah. like i don't like the color green it's like yeah well your mother should die in a house fire and it's like what like what the fuck did i do um but you know so the statement wwe put out was um when sasha banks and naomi arrived at the arena uh, this afternoon, they were informed of their participation in the main event of tonight's Monday Night Raw. During the broadcast, they walked into uh, WWE head of talent relation, John Laurinaitis' office, with their suitcase in hand, placed their tag team championship belts on uh, on his desk, and walked out. They claimed they weren't respected enough as, a ta- as tag team champions, and even though they had eight hours to rehearse and construct their match... They claimed they were uncomfortable in the ring with two of their opponents, even though they'd had matches with those individuals in the past with no consequence. Monday Night Raw is a scripted live TV show whose characters are expected to perform the requirements of their contract. We regret to we regret we were unable to deliver as advertised tonight's main event. Um, Now, like to me, that's just something really shitty on multiple parts, because it's like one. um. Like, you didn't have to put that out there. You right. know? Like, they didn't have to put out there that, like, uh, you know, oh, just the, the, the inner workings. You could always just come up with a storyline reason. You know? Uh, something changed. They're not medically cleared. Something. Because it wasn't even an advertised thing. Like, um, but yeah. also, also to be, like, they're uncomfortable working with opponents because then that just creates, like, friction in the locker room. Like, it was just a very, like, shitty way of going about it. Um, and, e- again, everyone has their opinions and things like that. Apparently, apparently, their contracts are also coming up. So, 
you know, they may be AEW bound. Like, they may just be using this for leverage. I don't know. It's a very weird thing that's going on. Like, uh, yeah, people are just getting messy. Again, yeah, very messy. But, like, it's wrestling, you know? Like, WWE, they're very much, uh, like, they want to be, like, Marvel so bad. Like, they're constantly, like, this is RIP. You know, this these are characters that we control and stuff. But, like, and because they'll, they'll, again, they'll always talk about how, like, oh, yeah, um, you know, we're just like regular sports, except we control the outcome. Um, but, like, not really, because they always get, like, there's, like, famous instances where, like, Daniel Bryan, uh, now Brian, Brian Danielson, then Daniel Bryan, <laughs> you know, he was, like, the most popular dude for, like, two years, and they were just like, no 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 you don't want him and they just like refused forever to like let him be champion let him be the guy um and then like you know eventually they caved in but it's just that's just it's one of those things that they're very much like uh about and um yeah i don't know again very shitty and listen if anyone anyone unless you're a fucking surgeon that's midway through some sort of surgery by all means, walk out of your job. If you are unhappy and you are not being treated right, walk out of your job. Like, just do it. If you're not going to respect yourself enough to stand up for yourself, uh, then who is? You know, like, uh, yeah, nothing's worth like the things, like the the kind of emotional like strain it can put on your health and things like that. Like, there's not a single place that's worth that. So, if you're truly unhappy, I am huge on that. Like, you need to leave what makes you unhappy yeah whatever it may be and again it happens with wrestlers all the time like uh pock and 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 aew right now he fucking left he wasn't happy like ftr they were like no we're not happy we don't care how much money you're offering us like we're not happy like that's the thing some people like oh they pay you so much it's like some for some people money isn't everything and i know i i know for a country full of people that are lower lower middle class when you when you say this is how much someone's getting paid to perform and they didn't want to you know stick around some people might feel shitty they might feel some type of way but it's like you're not the one being paid that much you're not the one you know like it's a sorry like it's always easy for someone to be like oh get over it or like oh just stick it out like you you just tough it out whatever like it's always easier for someone looking from the outside to say things like that no one ever really knows how that actually feels and that goes I mean, that says a lot, even if people are offering you more money and people are still saying no, like that, that really says a lot. Exactly. Like, like, trust me, your mental health will always a hundred percent of the time be more important than than anything else. Sure. Your mental health is going to be shitty if you have no means of income and you're, you know, uh, you can't afford to live. Sure. Of course. Yeah. You know, play devil's advocate. But again, at the same time, like if you're unhappy somewhere, like leave. You know, like we've both had sh- jobs like that before in the past that have been shitty. And like, you know, we talked about it last week. Like, we, I don't think we've ever just straight up walked out of a job. But like, you know, I just I had a retail job where, you know, I was unhappy and I chose to fucking binge watch Daredevil season two instead of coming in for my shifts. And I remember, you know, going into said job and after i stopped working there and then one of the managers was like was it worth it and i'm like yeah like the pun like the fucking um 
their introduction of the Punisher into the Netflix series was fucking amazing. A hundred percent worth losing this job. And like, I wasn't being a smart ass. I wasn't being facetious. Like, no, like I meant it. Like, you know, it was like something as simple as like that made me so much happier than fucking working the shitty, like nine to five job that I just wasn't happy at. And then like, you know, I wound up working here. So the Netflix change was more fun, you know, Again, what's that tell you? Exactly. Um, and you know what, too? Like, fucking uh, earlier in the day, Juan sent a, a picture to, like, our, our, our group chat. Like, Sasha Banks, she's fucking, she's, like, on stage with Steve Aoki, just fucking partying it up, living it up. Like, doesn't care, you know? Like, yeah, it's just, it, it's one of those things where, you know, like, good for you, you know? Like, fucking... Um, go do that. Go to fucking Steve Aoki concerts and just enjoy your time. Have some time, like you know, your contract's coming up. WWE's being super petty, like, and we will hear their side of the story eventually on like a Jericho podcast or or someone's podcast. And uh, again, uh, the, the the listen, uh, the best way I have uh, that I've described it and, and talked about it with people too is something happened. They didn't just show up one day and go, you know what? We're done. We don't want anything to do with this. Because that's just not how things work. You know? So there's two sides of the story. And WWE's very much been on damage control. So I don't know. I'm inclined to believe that, like, they did something. Again, once more details are out, you know, we'll know. But, um... Yeah. Yeah. It's just... You know what's something that I actually thought was really neat is, you know, Steve Aoki, like, does electronic dance music now. And he actually used to be in a band. Like, he was pretty punk rock in his earlier days. And I just think that's so neat that, like, <laughs> it's just he's a completely different genre now. And, like, I don't know. I never heard of him from when he was in a band. But I, I just thought it was really cool to see. You know, Steve Aoki's sister, she plays, uh, she's in Fast and Furious too. Um, really? She's too fast, too furious. Yeah, she's uh, she's the oh. Asian girl. I, I'm sorry, I, I I don't remember. Her. Um, I'm sorry, that's not very. Um, I mean that that's a broad statement. Like, isn't there like a lot of um, Asian people on those? She plays she plays Suki. Okay. Yeah. So Devin Aoki <laughs> and Steve Aoki, their dad. So a little bit of a tangent here. A little fucking just boop off to the side. Um, their dad was the guy who founded Benny Hanna. And because of that guy, Jordan Belfort uh, gets caught and fucking goes to jail. Or if I'm remembering Wolf of Wall Street correctly, like, um, yeah, he has something to do with it. Um, which is just like a fun, you know, a fun way of, of everything going around. Hmm. Yeah. Also, Hot Topic Joe looks a little bit like Steve Aoki. Does he? <laughs> Yeah, no. I've never seen him. <laughs> he, he he does. He has. Um, but That's hey. pretty cool. I would use that to my advantage at like going to shows or something. I'd be like, "Do you know who I am?" I mean, listen. You do now. Joe is Joe is hot topic. Joe he uses that to his advantage. You know. I mean, yeah, that's true too. So it's like the best of both worlds. Yeah, listen. I I am excited <laughs> to uh to get together with Joe though because um one of the things that me and me and he and I me and him proper english he and i uh tend to just nerd out about uh is nerd shit like very nerdy fucking things and uh, of course like i mentioned daredevil earlier um I, I, you're someone who again you're making your way through through the mcu through through the world mm-hmm. we're at the tv shows now um 
and it's weird because this is canon slash it's not really canon per se i don't know but uh daredevil the daredevil netflix show that is one that i think since we've met and like anytime i brought it up it was on netflix it's now on disney plus but like fucking amazing like this was before again the disney plus shows um netflix was doing these marvel shows and they were they they did uh iron fist jessica jones luke cage uh daredevil and then the defenders where they all came together but daredevil specifically was probably the best one that and then i would say luke cage um but it was so good because like it took the show very serious the material like of course daredevil it's sort of a darker character i mean more more mature and stuff like that but like it was just such a fucking good show like you know they introduced the kingpin which is also fucking an amazing character the punisher as well played by like john barenthal from from walking dead and it's like probably the best portrayal of like the punisher ever there's there i will implore anyone look up there is from from season one of daredevil it's called like the hallway fight which is it's just it it's done as a, as a one take shot of daredevil there there's this little boy that's been kidnapped and daredevil just and he doesn't even have his costume yet like he's just you know in all black you know he like wraps up his wrist because you know he's gonna just beat the shit out of a bunch of dudes like literally walks into a building room by room and just starts beating the shit out of these dudes but the thing is they're like fighting back like it's as realistic as like it could be you know like there's certain points where he just stops and he's like because <sighs> he's like tired because it's like done as like a real fight you know um and just like very amazing there's also a, a, a scene like that in season two but th- there's one particular with uh with punisher like he goes to jail and um kingpin hires a bunch of guards and dudes to try and kill him and it is one of the most violent fucking things with attached to like the marvel name you know like there was a lot of like violence and and uh multiverse of uh madness that we went to go see like yeah this doesn't even touch it like he is straight up just like stabbing people to death breaking neck like like eviscerating fucking dudes um but uh, it was announced that uh, Daredevil is coming back to to Disney Plus, which uh, of course people were like, "Well, yeah," because you know he Daredevil shows up uh, in Spider Man No Way Home. Um, again, another thing that I'm really excited for, uh, only because uh, like again, like I, I followed the shows and you know I, I know that um, it's not something that you have watched yet. But for those at home who have seen the show, like definitely you know a, a good thing. I actually heard it was really good for multiple people. It's just nothing I've ever watched. That you haven't watched yet. <laughs> Correction, yet. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, again, just one of those, you know, one of those shows that, like, it's weird because, again, because of how serious it was. Um, sort of weird to see how, it, how it'll how it come to be. Um, mm-hmm. But, again, I'm I'm excited because um just again i i want more daredevil and it's cool too that um it's you know that they're bringing back the fucking the same actor you know because Mm -hmm. you know they they can always recast you know but uh i i very much enjoy when you know again they bring in the the same people that used to play them um uh uh, where am i going sorry I'm, i'm i'm going through my notes hey one thing that uh 
uh, a little bit of a scrump and stanks uh family video um was y- you and i we, we got to watch some movies again it, w- it was a pretty chill week this week with us um but Definitely. We, yeah <laughs> But we did a lot of watching movies. The first one is one that one that I want to talk about, and then we'll get into the other two because I mean those other two are related. Um, but again, I've always talked about how much I enjoy the late '90s, early 2000s like movie. And you guys know what I mean by that. Just like a mid, like a smaller budget movie that's just it's just simple. It's just easy. You know, like a, think of like a like a road trip. Or a Euro trip, or just like these, you know, like the early like Adam Sandler movies, where it's just like nothing crazy, or like a Kevin Smith, like just these movies that there's a specific time and date that you can, you know, you can watch them and you're like, oh yeah, this is clearly like, you know, a Midwest town in the year 2001. Like, mm-hmm. it, there's just a lot about that. And one movie that, you know, you were, uh, it, it's funny because um, I think it was like two weeks ago now when uh, when I talked Pulp Fiction with, with Trevor Outlaw, um, I was like, yeah, since 1994, I mean, they've been doing it before that, but like primarily after 1994, uh, one, uh, one method of, of storytelling that people have done is intertwined uh, storylines, you know, multiple storylines all told from different characters perspectives that at some point all cross each other uh, mm-hmm. well last night you were uh again you were like oh we should watch um because we we watched first off we watched this movie on um what was it the night house that uh listen if you guys it's an hbo max it's an hbo yeah. max if you guys see people it's, it starts like rebecca hall she's pretty much the only person in it if you guys see like tiktok because that, that's where it's like i saw it It was tiktok like blowing it up where it's like you know scary movies that you need to watch the night house mm-hmm. mm, not that good i'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna save you i'm gonna save you the the watch not that good it wasn't like bad where people shouldn't watch it it's just it had so much potential like there's so many different routes they could have gone with that film and they just didn't which was disappointing not that good but uh, followed followed by that you were like um oh you know what i know this other movie i i watched it when i was a kid it should be very good and i never heard of it you, it's it's called Eleven Fourteen, and i was just like sure can't be any worse than what we just saw like fuck it and you know i was like reading the cast is like henry thomas who and you guys watch uh, uh like uh midnight mass haunting of hill house he, he's the little boy from et you guys all fucking know him uh colin hanks ben foster patrick swayze uh, uh clark jason siegel jason siegel hillary swank uh rachel lee cook like it was a lot of people that i was just like oh okay like i recognize some of these people they're all they all have their their the good amount of um you know late to mid to, to early 2000s movies and um mm-hmm. this was and it was like 2001 or 2003 this movie i think 2003 yeah it's only like an hour and a half it's very fucking quick watch um but it's also very good like we watched yeah. it and again it's it's like six different storylines sort of going all at once there's all major incidents that happen at 11:14 it is it is very fun I'll, I'll tell you that there there are some things where you're just like whoa what the fuck like uh well what first happened was i was the one that recommended the night house because again i had heard things about it and then i seen like 
it kept popping up on my HBO Max, and I'm like, I don't want to watch this. And I had like a list of movies that I'd saved that I wanted to watch. And the movie ended up like it, it just wasn't that great. So I'm like, man, I wonder if he's really going to want to watch this one. Because, I mean, look at the first one I just recommended. But I knew this movie was good. Like, I never even heard about this movie. But like I said, like, my dad used to get, like, bootleg movies from this guy he worked with. And he'd be like, I don't know what these are. They're in theaters right now. I don't know anything about them. And it was just blank discs with just a title on them. And me and my brother would just go through them and watch them. And that's how I seen this movie. So 2003, probably not a movie I should have been watching, not very age appropriate, but I was like, this movie's good. And I watched it obviously like a few more times throughout the years, like growing up and like, I haven't seen it in years, but I still remember it was a good movie and I really thought you would like it. And it actually, you did. So, Oh, I loved it. I, I've, I've often told you the, uh, the indicator of how much I do or don't like a movie is how quickly after the movie I look it up on IMDb to read trivia. Like, which this movie, I wanted to do it as the movie was going. Because um, it, it was really fun. It was really good. Again, very sort of hard to get into the plot of it without sort of like... Um, Any context? Yeah, because again, there's no context. It's just... Uh, I just there, said, hey, watch this movie. It's good. It's crazy. There's a, there, <laughs> there's a car crash that happens at 1114. And then from there, you see five different perspectives of it and what happens. I will I will leave it at that. Um, and how everyone is tied together somehow. Yeah, how, That's how, all you really need to know. Yeah. How, yeah. Through one way or another, everyone is, is tied into this together. Um, but and then again, after that, it was like, fuck it. Movie marathon. Um, the next movie that we saw after that was Don't Breathe because we kept trying to watch Don't Breathe 2 together. But I was like, wait, no, I, I, I still haven't seen uh, Don't Breathe. The first one. The first one. Like, <laughs> I, I'd seen uh, what's the, the one where you don't talk? Um, uh, like, is that Lights Out? A Quiet Place. A quiet, oh, Quiet Place. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's like, I always get those confused. But yeah, that's the one. <laughs> it's, it's like I haven't seen Don't Breathe. I've seen Don't Talk, you know. Um, and. <laughs> Yeah, again, this was a movie where when it came out, I just I had I never watched it. Like there there is and I'm sure it's the same with all you guys listening. There are so many movies where um like they come out and I'm like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll I'll watch that. I want to watch that." But then I just I never do. And then I finally do get to watch it and it's like, "Oh, okay. That was a lot of fun. I should have watched it a lot earlier." Um and yeah, for, for this first movie, it was like okay, it was it was pretty good. I very much enjoyed it. There were again some some things I was a little nitpicky about because of course it's you know the the, the plot of the film. Um, it came out in 2016, so I don't think I'm spoiling anything. You know, the plot of the film is is three kids break into uh, a blind man's house to to rob him and uh, from some like huge settlement he's gotten. Yeah, and, like and he fights back, and he listen. <laughs> Much like Daredevil, another blind superhero. Because much like Daredevil, this guy's pretty fucking good. He's like a, he's like a, an ex Navy SEAL. <sighs> he is like more agile and just like just completely coordinated. And compared to me, which I'm not blind, so very impressive. That's all I gotta say. I'm just tripping over things constantly, and this dude gets around way better than I ever have. Yeah, with I, eyesight my entire life again m much like the aforementioned daredevil like you know daredevil that is his thing he is blind but of course he has this like uh, sonar power 
because of the the, to- the toxic chemicals that got spilled into his eye, which, fun fact, I don't know if you knew, the toxic chemical that gets spilled into his eyes, canonically, are the same chemicals that then go into the sewer and uh, land on four average turtles. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll let you I'll let you be the judge of who those turtles grow up to be. I know. Um but yeah, like this dude is just, this dude is again, if if you if you like Daredevil because you're like, yeah, this fucking blind man kicking ass, you'll very much like um uh, again, don't breathe, like the first one. It's there's so many scenes that are just like very suspenseful because um you know, it's very simple things like this guy smells different shoes in his house you know so like and there's things you don't think about where it's like yeah you obviously like you have you know your own sort of scent they're all enhanced when you lose one you know yeah and if it's super enhanced like one this guy's a ex-navy seal so those senses are probably already you know like super heightened but also like um when you're blind well you you know you, you have a little bit your senses are just a little bit higher um yeah, no, again, it, it was really good. I would recommend the first <laughs> one. The uh, the second one, not so much. Uh, the, uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, like, I already know what you mean. Like, I don't know. Personally, I felt like the first movie ended on a good note, so the second one was unnecessary. But I did still want to see it because the first one was so good. And then we watched the second one, and I'm like, eh. Well, with this fucking... with. With the first one, they leave the the way it ends. You're just like, oh shit, they did it. They they fucking set up their sequel, like they set it up perfectly. This is gonna be good, and mm-hmm. does not do anything. They 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 nope. go over their own story. It's not a really good told story. Um, sort of cheesy. Like it, he almost goes from becoming again this like he almost goes from becoming this like guy very dependent on his senses to like john wick to blind john wick and i'm just like eh. and again for some people that might be awesome but also the the, the same blind man in the first movie uh, you find out through the events of the movie a very terrible person and they human they try to humanize him and make him really sympathetic in the second one and there are things and then i'm just like yeah but did we forget what he did in the first movie you know, like it was one of those things too, where I'm just like, "Are we all just forgetting about what was in that basement?" You know, like things like that. Yeah. Where I'm just like, I know I should feel bad for him, but I kind of don't because of, again, what was in that basement? I don't know. Again, again, some of you guys may like it. Someone listening right now may be like, "What are you fucking stupid?" I saw that and it was great. Hey, more power to you. But I don't know. I was just like, me. Yeah, I um. I could have went without it, but then with the way the second one ended, I'm like, is there going to be a third? Like, I don't know. There might be. And I'm, I mean, even though I wasn't crazy about the second one, I will watch the third if there is one. Well, you That's know, just, I'll have to. I, I'll feel like incomplete unless I do. Well, you know what? Sam, Sam Raimi produced the second one. And you know, that's just disappointing to me. Like, because like, <laughs> I just didn't deliver. Sam Raimi not delivering on a sequel. You don't say. That's it didn't me. deliver. That was me looking into the camera as if it was the office. 
<laughs> um, I just, I mean, I don't know. I just, I guess I had higher hopes for it and maybe that's my own fault, but it wasn't bad. It's just like, I was just like, mm, like, I don't know. Again, my, my, uh, my review of uh, another Sam Raimi sequel movie that we recently talked about, but I'm not going to get into which one. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm just being, I'm being real catty right now. No, again, yeah. First one, good. Second one. If you got the time. If you got the time and it's streaming somewhere for free, watch it. Don't rent it. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely don't rent it. But um, uh, another so another thing I did want to talk about, of course, I, I mentioned I'm, I'm Vegas bound this week. Uh, you know, you have uh, the three year anniversary of, of AEW actually happening this week, and um, it looks to be a pretty good card. You got um, for the Ring of Honor tag team uh, belts, you have FTR versus Rapungi Vice. You have uh, in a steel cage match, Sean Spears versus Wardlow. Uh, you got a triple threat between Jungle Boy, Swerve Strickland, and Ricky Starks. You got uh, in in two of the Owen Hart matches, you got Tony Storm versus your girl, DMD, Dr. Britt Baker. Um, and then on the men's side, you got Kyle O'Reilly versus Samoa Joe, as well as a face-to-face between Hangman and CM Punk, which also huge fucking shout-out to CM Punk wearing his uh, abortion rights or human rights T-shirt. Um I'd like to think that everyone who listens to this podcast is fucking cool and agrees with that. And if you don't, it's unfortunate. But uh, here on the show, uh, we also believe in that. Abortion rights are human rights. Uh, if you don't have a uterus, I don't really care to hear your opinion on abortions. That's just sort of the way that I've always thought about that, you know? Um, and as a woman, I'm sure you have a thing or two to say about a thing or two when it comes to that, you know? Yeah, but, your body, your business, you know. Yeah, and it's crazy to me. That's like it's such a everyone on the internet is like, oh, they're bringing politics into wrestling. How dare they? Like, shut up, shut up. A woman's body is not political; shouldn't be politicized. Um, but yeah, again, it, it looks like a pretty cool card. It looks like a pretty good card. I'm sure Rampage will also have some some pretty fun matches. But as far as like the actual main card, it's a pretty fucking sick show. Um, as again, as of right now, the uh, the the matches that we have, again, card subject to change. You got uh, the team of Hookhausen with Hook and Danhausen. Uh, the opening match versus uh, Tony Sneeze and, and and Mark Sterling. How excited are you for that? I think it. I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm pumped for actually the entire event. Like it just sounds fucking sick. To be honest, a little sad. I'm gonna be watching it from home, but that's okay. I'm I'm very excited. Yeah, again, it's like it's cra- it's fucking crazy to me that um like that they put those two together. Yeah. You know, like it's it's very much was one of those things where like these two are two of the hottest acts and they're just like, yeah. And guess what? We're going to fucking put them together. Our team. Yeah. And it and it works. Um so of course, you know, that that's the opener um and then in no particular order you just you know you, you sort of got um you got jade cargill versus anna jay for the tbs championship a very random match like i, I don't again i don't really follow dark that often i, I think that's a few they've been building on there um mm-hmm. i don't know can't really say i'm, I'm too excited about that like <laughs> um you know you also got um it's so it's it's either so so between kyle o'reilly and Samoa Joe, who do you think is winning I'm gonna go with Kyle O'Reilly. Okay, so you think it's going to be Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole in the finals? Yeah, 
I do. Okay, see, I, I was thinking that as well until on this last episode of Dynamite, they kept talking about how much, like, oh, yeah, it's going to be us. It's going to be us wrestling. So I think this is them planting those seeds because since they they both came into the business together, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam, Adam Cole, they've been feuding mm-hmm. everywhere. They've feuded in Ring of Honor, in New Japan, in WWE. At some point in time, they will be feuding in AEW. I just don't think right now is the time. I very much think it'll be Samoa Joe versus Adam Cole, but also if it is Kyle O'Reilly versus Adam Cole, uh, again, I'm not going to be disappointed as again, the matches those two have put on in the past, very fucking great matches. So um, that should be fun. And then, and the, and the other women's cup, uh, Owen, Owen, Owen Hart's women cup tournament. It's, uh, it's either going to be Tony storm or, or, or Britt Baker versus either ruby soho or chris statlander um what's your prediction for 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 that final match i would say Britt baker and chris statlander yeah i'm sort of leaning towards that i i almost sort of wish it would have been Britt baker versus tony storm in the finals as that feels like the bigger match um Mm -hmm. but yeah i I definitely feel it'll be Britt versus chris as they've already done Britt versus ruby or and well and they've been like feuding for so long too like I, that would just be my guess, to be honest. Yeah, so I'm, I, yeah, I'm gonna go. So I, obviously, I know you, you're probably thinking Brett takes, you know, takes the cup, right? That's always that's always what I'm gonna say. Yeah. <laughs> it's my girl. I'm always gonna I'm always gonna pick her, but but she delivers too. It's not like I'm just like blindly supporting someone that sucks, you know? Like she she goes out there and she does the damn thing, so. No, I get it. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the same way. Yeah, I, I also think it'll be uh, Britt Baker, maybe in an upset, Chris Statlander, but just Britt Baker so over that, like, I mean, it won't hurt her to lose, but I definitely think that it won't garner the reaction. Like, it'll probably be like a shitty reaction for Chris Statlander, like if yeah, if she goes in. And again, it might be her versus Tony. I don't know. Um, I'm I'm, I'm predicting either Tony or Britt Baker are winning the whole tournament, whichever one of the two wins. Um. You also, it would be kind of cool for Britt Baker since you know that's what happened last year. Yeah, no, I'm. I'm I think it would be a, it would be like full circle. I think that would be really cool. Yeah, I, I like I'm I'm a huge fan of Britt, so I'm always for her winning. You know, the, we're, this is a DMD household, you guys. Yeah, um, and she's friends with Cash, so that's always shout out Cash. Shout out Cash. Um, his podcast, the Ceramic Cat, coming soon to the Jabroni U Network. Um, Thunder Rosa versus Serena Deeb for the AEW Women's Championship. Um, I don't know. I feel this is weird. This is a match that like I feel like I just keep forgetting because they really haven't been doing much with it. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I, as far as like advertising and stuff like that. Um, I think it's still too early in Thunder Rosa's um, reign to you know be taking it from her. But I don't know. Maybe she's injured. Maybe that's why we really haven't seen her wrestle that much. So uh, maybe Serena takes it. I don't know. We'll have to, we'll have to see. Only time will tell. Yeah. Um, another match, of course, is uh, MJF versus Wardlow. If MJ or if if MJF loses, Wardlow gets finally gets his AEW contract. Um, I can't see MJF like winning. You know, especially right. like Wardlow right now is on fire. He is one. He's a super cool dude. You know, I, I told the story of of when he was here. We got to meet him and stuff like that. But like. 
people are loving him, man. People are going crazy for fucking Wardlow, and um, you know, to to me, it only makes sense to to have Wardlow come out on top. That's who I would choose. I mean, personally, it, it just makes more sense. You know, I agree with everything you're saying based on. I mean, obviously. <laughs> Uh, you got the triple threat match for the tag team championships. You have uh, Jurassic Express versus uh, Team Taz and Ricky Starks and, and and Powerhouse Hobbs versus Keith Lee and, and Swerve Strickland. Uh, who do you got? I'm sorry, what was that? It was the triple threat tag team match where Jurassic Express versus Team Taz versus Keith Lee and Swerve Strickland. Team Swerve. Yeah, I... I, I can see i can actually see them going either with i don't either team taz or uh keith lee and swerve there's so there's just so much teasing all the time of christian turning on jungle boy and i very and jungle boy very much someone who again he's one of the pillars i think it's i think it's about time to start transitioning him into you know the singles competition you know i'd love to see him Mm -hmm. go for like the tnt title at some point the world title and with that said, yeah, I, I think the eventual, you know, Jungle Boy Christian feud to, you know, to sort of get him into that will, will be coming sooner rather than later. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, again, me either. team I'm, I'll go Team Taz. You have a Keith Lee and Swerve. I'll go Team Taz just to play devil's advocate. The next match is it's advertised as Anarchy in the Arena match, uh, which I don't really know what that means. Uh, but of course, you got the Jericho Appreciation uh, Jericho Appreciation Society versus Eddie Kingston, Santana Ortiz, uh, and Brian Danielson versus Moxley. Um, I will never go against Eddie, so you already fucking know where 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 my heart is in this. But it, by all accounts, it'll probably be some sort of like extreme rules, crazy everything goes match. Uh, yeah, especially if you got Moxley in there. There's always blood. <laughs> there's listen there's three certainties in life death taxes and moxley fucking wanting to bleed dude loves to fucking bleed um and yeah i assume you're also going with uh with uh team fucking non jericho absolutely you're just uh, yeah unless you're like actually you know what i'm a really big jake hager girl and uh, <laughs> um, of course, a- another match is the, the six-man tag team. You have uh, the team of Death Triangle of Pac, Pence, and Phoenix versus House of Black with uh, Malachi Black, Buddy Matthews, and Brody King. This is a Brody King household, so I uh, Brody King for life. House of Black for life. House of Black for life. Yeah, this should again another should be fucking crazy. Six fucking dudes that are just fucking crazy. So. <laughs> And one of the rumored things, too, for a while is uh, the introduction of the six-man uh, tag team titles or, or trios titles. There's a lot of – there's currently right now in AEW a ton of uh, three-man teams. And um, that is something that I'm looking forward to, you know, because, again, it's six-man tag matches when done right are usually really fun. Um, and, yeah, again, in, if I'm booking – if I got the book, you know, House of Black goes over and then, you know, have them win those those uh, six – six-man title belts because at some point kenny and the bucks are going to go for them and i think it'd be mm-hmm. really fucking cool to see house of black versus you know the super elite or the elite or whatever the fuck they're going to be called um that'd be insane 
Oh boy, you know, hey, you, you want to talk about insane when it comes to tag team uh, wrestling? You got the Hardys versus the Young Bucks. Um, they've wrestled before a few times, but this is like probably the the biggest you know the audience that they've had. It's it's new because it's an AEW. Um, again, I I love the Hardys, but you know um, I'm a, I I did I did not go to several wrestling. I did not commission hardy boys custom gear to be made specifically for me you know so of course my young bucks dude uh what about you young bucks yeah right like I, again that should be a fucking crazy match because like well cousin jeremy told me i was a horrible person because i support the young bucks <laughs> yeah well you know what cousin jeremy is a horrible person for many other reasons that i can't get into <laughs> on this podcast this is a family show um but yeah, no, I um, you know, I will always go with the Young Bucks. You know, they are yep. say what you want. They are one of my favorite tag teams ever. They really make they are they, they fucking rule. Yeah, I'm all yeah. They're really really happy. Um, and of course the main event you have Hangman Adam Page versus CM Punk for the world title. How do you see this going down, babe? Uh, you know, I. I want it to be CM Punk, and I love Adam Page. I really do. Um, but I I really don't know. Like, I feel like this can go either way. Like, any time I've had some sort of prediction with Hangman, it has been completely off. So I don't even want to jinx anything. I don't want to say anything because it's always the exact opposite. Like, never know what's going to happen with him, ever. Any single time, like... Any match, I've been completely wrong with him, so I'm just not even going to put any of that out there. I, I think I, I'm I'm pretty sure CM Punk is winning. I, and again, this is not this isn't any sort of like, um, uh, oh, I know what's going on or anything like that. Not at all. It is just like. In my heart of hearts, it will be CM Punk, AEW champion, versus uh, Okada, uh, AEW champion. And that that is what I want. I, that And again, in my heart of hearts, that is what I want to fucking happen. And that is what will happen. And so, again, to me, I'm hoping... That's what happens. I'm hoping CM Punk walks out of there. Also, I'll be there. So, of course, I want to see him win the world title. Like, I was there. I was there the first time he won the, um, uh, what do you call it? Uh, WWE title. Mm-hmm. And so it would be fucking awesome to be there the first time that he wins the um, AEW title. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, again, I'm, I'm hoping that that's the case. Um, and if not, then again, I I love Hangman as well. Hangman knows me by name. I remember he was like, "Hey, Scrump," and I was like, <sighs> and then he told me that he loves you because you're a fan of Orville Peck. <laughs> I love that he's a big Orville Peck fan, and you know what? Like, I don't know why I thought that he wouldn't be. Like, I don't know why that never crossed my mind, but I think that's actually fucking awesome. I mean, listen, cool dudes support each other, you know. So. It, makes sense uh but yeah that, that's sort of just you know the, the rundown for for the show like it's again i i hope for my you know i i selfishly hope they don't add any more shows or any more shows any more matches um just because like 
it's gonna be a long night you know and so i'm just like all right um let's just let's hey let's just keep it at that that'll be a fun match that'll be a fun show um but yeah again that's the card um very quickly too some other things that i that i did want to uh just touch before before we get out of here um did you ever watch the uh the the movie the league of extraordinary gentlemen no all right. Not listen. Not a lot of people did. It was uh, famously uh, so. It, it's based on um, a comic book. Um, hold on. Ah, Jesus Christ. Sorry. I'm trying to um, pull it up. Yeah. So it, it's this one in particular. It came out in 2003. It starts Sean Connery. Um, it's based on an Alan Moore comic. Uh, Alan Moore, of course, written you know V for Vendetta, Watchmen. Just a very prolific writer. Um, and it's a very fucking dark book, <laughs> you know, and it, it, you might enjoy it because it, it sort of, it uses those like, uh, universal monsters almost, you know, you have like Dorian Gray, you have Dr. Jekyll, Captain Nemo, like Tom Sawyer. It just, it, it's a, it's a really good book. Um, but the movie, and again, it is one of those movies where like Pete, some people fucking hate this movie. I don't know. I saw it as a kid. I very much enjoyed it. Very much liked it. And, um, you know, again, teach their own. Some pe- again, some people fucking hate it. I'm not one of those people. I I very much enjoy the movie, but they're rebooting it as a series for Hulu, and it's supposed to be you know like very true to the comics, and the comics are like dark, like you know, there's like heroin addictions and like rape and just very like adult themes and and, and stuff of that nature. So uh, for any of you, any other of you, League of Extraordinary Gentlemen um, fans out there. You got look. You got that to look forward to. Um, one thing that I know you are familiar with, though, um, are the Power Rangers. Um, and recently, in, in the news, uh, I'm, I'm reading this article: uh, Power Rangers <coughs> actor Austin St. John charged with COVID nineteen aid fraud. Of course, Austin St. John, uh, you know, he he was uh, the Red Power Ranger. You know, the OG Red Power Ranger. Uh, fucking what's his name? Um, Jason, I think. Oh, see, here I am fucking, oh, I know everything about Power Rangers. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Jason. Um, uh, Austin St. John, on first of all, as the Red Power Rangers, has been charged with COVID-19 aid fraud. St. John was charged with conspiracy to commit fraud, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Eastern District of Texas. The FBI and IRS are investig- investigating. St. John is one of uh, 19 people led by Michael Hill and Andrew Morin, who allegedly put together a fraud scheme to illegally obtain funding from the Small Business, Small Business Administration's uh, Paycheck Protection Program, otherwise known mm-hmm. as the PPP. Now, a lot of you guys are, are, are familiar with, like, um, you know, the, the, PPP, the whole PPP loan stuff and how some people were, you know, ruining for everyone. They were frauding the fucking system. And... Um, yeah, like some of you guys may know people who did it. Uh, again, the the legality of things, I don't know. Whatever you fucking do, do as long I don't. You do what you fucking had to do. But uh, the group allegedly obtained sixteen loans totaling three point five million dollars by using ex- existing businesses or new businesses to apply to the program. Uh, once in the receipt of the fraudulently obtained funds, the defendants did not use the money as intended 
such as to pay employee salaries, cover uh, fixed debt or utility payments, or continue health care benefits for employees, the U.S. Attorney's press release states. Instead, defendants typically paid uh, Hill and Moran, transferred money to their personal accounts, and spent the funds on various personal purchases. Each mm-hmm. defendant could spend up to 20 years in prison if convicted. Um, yeah, man. Not a very Power Ranger thing to do, you know? It's fucking... It's jail time. Fucking... Uh, it's just, damn, that sucks. You know, it's, it's one of those things where, like, I listen, I've openly talked about how, uh, at at the behest of other Power Rangers, or I have people involved in Power Rangers, I've heard about, like, Jason David Frank, one of the shitty Power Rangers, you know, one <laughs> of the sh- just a shitty person kind of to deal with, you know? Yeah. I've had my experiences with him. Not a pleasant person. I've met other better Power Rangers. Shout out Christopher Kamen Lee. He's the great, the best Power Ranger. Um, but yeah, I just thought that was so fucked up that like, again, you hear about it all the time. Like people are going to get caught for, you know, these PPP loans. And then finally someone did get caught. And of obviously of that group, the most famous of them being the OG Red Power Ranger. Um, <laughs> it's like, let this be a lesson for everyone. <laughs> yeah. Ex- They're going to come after you. <laughs> if, if the Red Power Ranger with the powers of the Power Coin and Zordon can't get away with it. Neither can you. So, again, be on your best behavior. Uh, just once again, as we sort of just you know wrap up here, um, very quickly, I covered it up front for some reason. If you missed it, the um, what do you call it? Uh, the episode next week will either drop late Monday or early Tuesday, as I won't be getting back from Vegas until Monday. Um, a new schedule for it for the Patreon will be up as well. It is a big month next month. Um, I'm. Off the top of my head, I know that uh, I'm. I know that I'm. Do- I'm announcing now a little bit of a preview. I know that we're going to be doing uh, Jurassic Park, OG Jurassic Park, and uh, Clerks Two. Whatever else gets thrown in there, uh, up you know, up for debate still. And as well as there will be an episode of Go Go uh, Scrump and Stink, where myself and Mark Villanueva will be running through all the themes uh, of the world of Power Rangers. Um, so should be fun if you're into that sort of thing uh and of course this week you know you'll be getting an episode of go go scrump and stank with myself and mark talking about Power rangers turbo and uh my episode of scrum's family video with myself and juan talking about star wars a new hope so uh patreon.com for slash pwt cast if you want to you know get in touch with that um but as well as I want to give a huge shout out to the people who are members of the Patreon. Uh, again, w- without you guys, a lot of this is impossible. And, uh, you know, I've talked about it at nauseum before. Um, this isn't something that I make any sort of money on. You know, any money from this comes goes directly into, you know, uh, getting like stickers and, and magnets and, and all sorts of fun things for, for you guys who, you know, get this stuff sent to you uh, and paying rent for the office. You know, like it's, it's something that I really love. I, I love doing this for you guys. You know, I'm, I, you know, Veronica will attest to this. There are so many times where, you know, I'm just like worried. I'm like, oh, I don't know if fucking, you know, uh, they'll, they'll want to, you know, hear this. I'm just, I'm always very just nervous and, and, and scared about like, no one, no one's going to like it. Everyone hates it, but um yeah no I, I very much love doing this for you guys i love hearing the feedback let let me know how you guys enjoyed the dr strange episode veronica was very curious as to uh how how you guys enjoyed the uh, dr strange episode that you know 
her and I did. Uh, also, let us know if any of you any of you guys check out Eleven Fourteen. Strong recommendation. It's on Amazon Prime. Yeah, you can rent it for like what, like three bucks. Yeah. Like, tr- trust me, I I promise you that if you rent it, it'll be worth three dollars. You won't fucking regret it. Like, it again. Uh, uh, I think most people listening to this, based on personally knowing that most of you, you guys will very much enjoy it. Um, but of course, I want to give a huge shout out to uh, Clifford Fraser, Jesse Kohlenberg, uh, the birthday boy himself, Mark Villanueva, Joshua Davis, Ryan Mears, who hell of a weekend Ryan Mears was uh, spending at Ace in a, a con over here in Chicago. I had a lot of fun. He had a lot of fun. I wasn't there with him, but I assume he had a lot of fun. Uh, Armanio Flanagan, Jonathan Mayer, Hot Topic Joe, Ryan Crossley, Taffy, Vivian, Anthony Torres, My Godfather Jesus. Shout out Jesus. Shout out Jesus. B. Dornick, Katie Fabe, Steve Feast, Rachel, and of course, uh, Michael Heredia. So uh, thank you guys again. Thank you to all you guys who subscribe. Thank you to all you uh, future subscribers. We're looking forward to... uh, um, you know, all the new people coming in. And again, I'm going to try to make next month as packed as possible. Uh, yeah. And, uh, I don't know any final words, babe, before we get out of here. No, that'll be all. It was nice. Uh, nice doing this with you. <laughs> of course it is always nice. Uh, when I can bring you on here at some point, I, I okay, at some point next month too, we will be moving offices. I'm going to, I know I never showed you guys this office. Sorry. I'll take a, I mean, I need to take a video and pictures and stuff just so I can know where everything is placed uh, for the new office. But the new office, I think next month, another thing that will be coming in is uh, PWTCast to YouTube. I, I, I need to just find the hard drive with all the episodes so I can upload it to our YouTube channel. Of course, I'll let you guys know all that. And then one of the things that Veronica I want to experiment with um, are like a live video. I mean, probably not live, but like an actual video recording of us sitting down and, and doing this, uh, you know, just got just different things you want to experiment with. And I don't know, just have to uh, fuck around and find out <laughs> and, all, yeah. and all the best of ways. Cause again, that is something that Dave and I always talked about doing and then we never did. Uh, so, you know, that, that's something that I'm looking forward to, to doing now. So, uh, look, look for more of that coming in. Of course, when I set up the channel and everything, I will let you guys know so you can all go and subscribe and, you know, hit smash that subscribe button and give us a thumbs up. Uh, But until next week, you guys, I've been Scrump. And I'm Veronica. And this is friend of the show, Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega here, friend of the show. We've run out of things to say here at the PWT cast. And so I must bid you adieu. Goodbye and good night. Bang, bang.